This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Republicans, they're not just defending Trump. They're going after the DOJ, sort of exactly the plan of Steve Bannon a few years ago. Remember when Steve Bannon was first on the scene? You know, let's blow the whole thing up. When you're seeing elected Republicans who have been in office for years taking on the DOJ, making arguments that they know aren't true, what's their plan? So distrust across the American people? Well, it's interesting that you bring up Steve Bannon because, you know, he he advises a number of these Republicans behind the scenes and they appear on his show uh, in which they discuss, you know, some of these very tactics that they use then on the floor of Congress and in their committees. Um, but, yes, I mean, one of the things is to is to blow up. Uh, the public confidence in the justice system and in institutions at large. In this case, uh, the idea is to attack the FBI and the Justice Department as uh, as, har- as harsh as they can um, and to take whatever steps possible to make it unpleasant to ever bring charges against Donald Trump again or continue with the cases. And if that means issues, issuing subpoenas, hauling in various uh, FBI uh, officials to answer questions, restricting funds. Those are the steps they're going to take. I mean, the latest thing they're going to do is to try to uh, block funding for a new FBI headquarters in retaliation uh, for this case being brought. And so they're trying to make it as painful as possible. And they're acting, you know, sort of as a as a as a defense counsel in in the hall of congress for donald trump uh, the author of the resolution this this representative luna person who i don't think i've ever met until today when she literally came wheeling by me in one of those scooters that you have when you injure your leg and shouted out uh, something to the effect that you know she wasn't done with me she was going to bring back a new resolution next week and this time it would pass and one of the reporters asked me after witnessing this this spectacle, uh, has it always been like this or have things just gotten so much worse? And I had to say, sadly, things have gotten so much worse. Okay, um, a lot to go through today and we're gonna get you all the inside baseball. Uh, Stephanie Rule, once again, ahead of the curve. Uh, she kind of gave a preamble because it's much deeper than what the uh, their Hill correspondent talked about. Um, today's New York Times actually has, and there's two articles that they were going to connect dots here. Um, we got the lead story in the Hill, which is about the coming government shutdown and the appropriations process and everything like that. That that's a that's a misdirection play. We're going to get into all that. That's trying to lull you to sleep that the Rhino Republicans are actually doing something on Capitol Hill when all they're going to do is fall to get a CR omnibus. It's all coming. All the lobbyists are already working on it. And they're trying to say, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to have these deep cuts. D.C. Drainer is going to be here in a second. Talk about warriors like Anna Polina Luna. 
and really who, the votes that matter. You saw the 20 cowards and the 20 traitors yesterday. We're getting to more of that. D.C. Drain is doing a great job naming names. Additionally, the New York Times lead story, Jonathan Swan, Maggie Haberman, Charlie Savage. This is a follow-on to Axios's piece before Swan left about the administrative state. And it stars, this piece this morning stars Russ Vogt and, uh, and Jeff Clark. We're going to have both of them on here uh, this morning uh, to tease some things we're working on. And then I think hopefully Jeff is going to join us at 6 o'clock and give us a deeper drill down. This is about the deconstruction of the administrative state, about the no more in this, this fantasy on the left of an independent DOJ and an independent FBI. But more importantly, how the legal profession is the, is the uh, connective tissue or the kind of the infestation inside the entire apparatus. And we're going to, we're going to start ripping that out like you rip out weeds. Um, we're going to get to all that this morning. Massive news coming out of Georgia. Massive news coming out of the situation with Mike Lindell. We've got it all. Let me start with D.C. Drano. D.C. Drano, you just put, uh, Rogan, you just put up this amazing thing about uh, shift. And this this tells you the warriors from the non-warriors. Uh, Anna Polina Luna is confrontational and aggressive because you have to be confrontational and aggressive. They all, you know, they're there to rip your face off, but they want to uh, play all gentlemanly, right? I mean, not, they don't want to play that. They want to go to the media and say, oh, this is so terrible. It's such a spectacle. Your thoughts, Rogan? Uh, they don't even want to talk about Anna Paulina. So it's actually progress that Schiff mentioned her by name. You know, they'll talk about George Santos. They'll talk about Marjorie. They don't even want to mention Anna because she is everything that they claim to be. She's Hispanic. She's a veteran. She's a woman. And she is savage. She's obviously very smart. And I thought that story was hilarious, how after the censure vote failed, she wheels by him and uh, talks smack and and says she's going to go after him again. You know, it's refreshing to actually have Republicans at fight. But what people don't understand or forget, she's seven months pregnant. She has a busted leg. She's wheeling around. You know, she's got bigger balls than anyone in the entire GOP, and she's a seven-month pregnant lady going after Schiff. So God bless her. We love what she's doing. <laughs> Talk to me. I said yesterday I put up on Getter, and it got retweeted uh, about the effete intellectualism of people like Massey. Walk through the other collaborationists, the 20, and they had every excuse in the book of why we didn't uh, bring the hammer down on, on Shifty Shift. Yeah. So the two main concerns were that it's the, the it was the fine that they had the issue with, sixteen million dollar fine. Uh, Massey and some of his people thought that it was unconstitutional, which many of us have disagreed. Uh, and the other people thought the fine was unwise. Right. So let's start with the unconstitutional. Uh, he's citing the 27th Amendment that says you can't change a congressional member's salary during the term. Right. This is so they can't jack up and, you know, rob the Treasury more than they already do. He's saying that, well, I got fined by Nancy Pelosi $500 for masks, and I don't think anyone should be able to have fines. I think that's crazy. But here's the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Democrats will pass something that is blatantly unconstitutional and say, stop me in court. Do your best. See you three years from now when the judge strikes down half of what we got through, right? Republicans will say, well, maybe this isn't exactly perfectly good. Let's not even do it at all. And that's just crazy. We have to change that mindset. We obviously don't want to do unconstitutional things. But if there's a gray area like Mike Pence on J6, go for it. If the Constitution is silent on it, that means there's a green light. 
People need to know this and let the Dems fight this in court. Let Adam Schiff spend two to three years of legal bills fighting this to the Supreme Court. And in the end, it might actually help Massey's case. If he does prove to be unconstitutional, then Massey didn't have to do anything. And now we have this policy in place. So why not leave it up to Schiff? Why not? Why are we waiting for a Democrat to stiff us with a $10 million fine? Then we have to fight in court. So that's just it's weak. And it's a it's a weak argument and it's a weak mindset. And then, you know, the unwise. Oh, it's it's unwise to penalize Democrats that what lead two impeachments on our president, spy on him, it's lie to the American look, people for four years, rig the election. The, it's unwise to punish them. The, 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 these are the cowardly. And it's not just it's not about punishment. It's about accountability. This is the effete intellectualism that the justification of uh, the establishment here, this is mi- pure Mitch McConnell. That's why, you know, Massey, you can talk about all this libertarian stuff. He's just a, he's a, he's just a, uh, a apparatchik of the McConnell uh, Republican establishment party out there. That's got to be broken up. People should be ashamed. Massey is the reason we got this. Massey's vote on rules with another effete intellectualism is the reason that you're going to have five or six trillion dollars of new debt. Okay. How's that set out there in the Commonwealth of Kentucky? Uh, D.C. Drano, this is an evolving story, and it's going to get heated. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anna Polina Luna told Schiff, dude, I'm coming for you, and I'm coming back next week. Where do we stand on that? She is. She's going to be bringing another privileged resolution to censure Schiff. This one is unfortunately not going to have the fine. And, you know, censure, getting censured is a slap on the wrist, right? It's good to have in the history books. It's a moral victory. But the actual teeth of this resolution were in the fine. So we can thank these coward 20 for stopping this, for for allowing future Democrats to get away with spying on the president and lying to the American people. And I just want to call out one person in particular, Mike Turner of Ohio. He's the current chair of the House Intel Committee. He voted to protect Adam Schiff, his Intel buddy. And from what I'm hearing, he has been a roadblock against actual MAGA investigations against Russia collusion, against CCP financial interests with U.S. business leaders and politicians. And I'm going to be doing a deeper dive on who's actually in his pocket. And I have a feeling it's got some China ties. We're we're, going to have uh, Brian Costello and Colonel Derek Harvey again on tomorrow exactly on this topic. Mike Turner is controlled by Shifty Shift. Mike Turner has no earthy idea what he's doing. He's not – I think he's the mayor of Dayton. He's not intellectually up to – the task at hand. He kowtows to Schiff. He's avoided Sequoia. And the reason he's avoided Sequoia, they're a major funder of uh, McCarthy and Scalise. We've got the receipts. This is Mike Turner has shut down an investigation of the of the biggest, the Goldman Sachs of venture capital, Sequoia Capital, which is a funding mechanism of the Democratic Party. They've tossed some some crumbs to the Republicans to get them back off. This is the biggest single scandal because Sequoia has taken American pension fund money and funded uh, Chinese military artificial intelligence all through uh, Shen, right? The, 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 the yep. CCP operative that was ahead of the firm. They just broke the firm up into a couple of pieces. After our investigation and onslaught, they decided to bifurcate. It doesn't work. This is, and this is Mike Turner has an investigation he shut down. Mike Turner is as bad as they get. This is the kind of guy you got to turf out. You're not going to mm-hmm. change the country where you got scumbags like this. And these are total scumbags. And this is why he didn't want to hold Shift accountable. Uh, Rogan, how do people get to your social media? 
DC underscore Drano. I'm on everything. Uh, going to be dropping some heat on Twitter. You just broke the story, but I'm going to be doing a deep dive into Sequoia and who they got in their pocket. It's a damn shame that we got people like Mike Turner leading the House Intel Committee. Damn shame. This this Sequoia story is going to be the biggest story of the summer. It is shocking of the level of this. Rogan, glad you're on the case. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you, and God bless. Anna Paulina Luna, a real tiger. Let me go to Mike Lindell. I got Mike Lindell. Mike, last we left you yesterday. You were in uh, about to be arrested again in federal court for for video <laughs> for live streaming into war room. What happened yesterday? Well, I did get reprimanded for that in the hallway there by the uh, you know live streaming from the federal courthouse. But uh, we were in there, Steve. It, was, it went great actually. Uh, the, the article came out today. It said. Some nine months later, Mike Lindell is still fighting to get his seized cell phone back in federal court. There it is. And the judges in that article, everybody, um, it says, you know, it's a, to backtrack a little, on September 13, 2022, the FBI surrounded me at a Hardee's in Mankato, Minnesota, coming back from a, a duck hunting trip. And what I did is I sued the government and the FBI one week later. They took my cell phone and, and, and uh, nowadays... You take a cell phone, it's not like taking it 20 years ago. That's, that was my whole livelihood. And one of the judges yesterday in the courtroom said, it, this isn't like the old days. He said the same thing. He said, you take this guy's cell phone. He has hundreds and or he actually said thousands of employees, this big company. And what if he was doing something a few days prior? You took his livelihood. And uh, and then the so the judges said, you know, you haven't given his cell phone back. And it's been months later. And you could mirror it in 12 seconds. Now, the, the lady didn't know what to say from the government. She kind of went, boo, boo, boo. And uh, he said, when, are you, when do you plan on giving it back? And she said, well, we, we, we're going to keep it indefinitely. And the judges were visibly upset. They could not. It's like it was a common sense thing, Steve. They're going, you know, this doesn't even make sense. Why would you do this? They go, why do you need the physical phone? When you could give him give, give it back with his because, any data he because has on it, there's, there's no there's no answer. It's a jackbooted. This is the American Gestapo. This is why we're shutting down the the FBI. They're a lawless organization. Mike Lindell has lawyers. Mike Lindell's been in court spending tens of millions of dollars. They can't contact his lawyer. Said, "Hey, we'd like to take a copy of the phone." No, they got right. a surrounding to try to humiliate him at something. This is the jackbooted FBI. They're going to keep it indefinitely. They're going to keep it indefinitely so they can screw up your business. This is the jack-booted American Gestapo FBI. Hang on for a second. We got Mike Lindell is going to be with us. Garland Favorito, big breaking news out of Georgia. Also, the Russ vote is going to be here. Major lead story in the New York Times about the program to deconstruct the administrative state. All next in the war room. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, 
more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, welcome back. Uh, I'm going to get to some economics and capital markets in the, in the next hour. I want to go to Russ vote now. Leads, can we get this story in the New York Times? Two stories today that we got to we want to make sure you have inside baseball. One is about the Hill process. Uh, both of them deal with Russ vote. One is the lead story in the Hill about you know big uh, you know potential government shutdown. GOP gets very worried. Knitted brow. The cartels looking for a workaround. They're heading towards a CR, and they're heading towards an omnibus. Let me just make sure you understand this, what's going to happen over your Christmas holidays. And now they're doing the appropriations and, and all this. I just heard the appropriations are not going to take 22 and cut down Russ vote. They're going to use that and go up. It's all a sham. It's all performative. They're going to try to break the good 20, the hero 20, next week by putting up messaging bills that look like they're tough on immigration and tough on illegal aliens and tough on the invasion, tough on all the pro- all the things War Room likes to think the War Room policy is going to sit there. Oh no, we got to pass. I get it. no. It's not gonna, the game. The stupid games are going to stop. Going to stop. The other article is quite perceptive. Maggie Haberman, Jonathan Swan, Charlie Savage, New York Times lead story on the deconstruction of the administrative state the serious way, starting at DOJ and FBI. This this fantasy that they're independent. It's it stars. Our own Russ vote, and it stars um, a brother Clark, Jeff Clark. Russ, walk us through both of these uh, breaking news stories, and uh, quite frankly, you're the architect here. Take it away. Well, let me start with the first one, and you're entirely right in the sense that in the aftermath of the debt limit deal, the appropriations process and the fight, and we'll put the fight in air quotes, is entirely performative. They are not going to be at fiscal year 22 levels. They could be. They could try. But they have figured out a, a, a new way to game the system, which is to take money, big chunks of money that are sitting there, largely not going to be spent, and to use those, they call them rescissions, to be able to pay for keeping agency spending going at current law levels. And so this is a trick, and sometimes it confuses uh, conservatives because you're like, you don't want me to take this this. COVID spending? Yeah, I want you to take COVID spending. I do. I want you to cut it. I don't want you to use it as a pay for for other higher government spending. And conservatives fall for this every single time, right? Because that it scores and they get to use it as a pay for. So what we saw yesterday was House appropriators gave us their roadmap for them to pass these really tough bills. None of them are very tough. And ultimately, they will lead to an omnibus bill that we cannot stop because of Thomas Massey on the Rules Committee who doesn't give us that third vote. Now, they're in the middle of negotiations over the power sharing agreement. If that, those negotiations bear fruit, thanks to heroes like Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert and Chip Roy, if those create a new power share dynamic, we could be back in business. We're not as of right now this moment. On the New York Times article, 
We have hold, hold, a hold, hang on, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. hang on, hang on, hang on. I just want to, I want to put a pin in this for the audience of the fight next week, because what they're going to try to do is open the, keep the floor open and have more like really tough, you know, uh, immigration bills and, and you know, shut down the invasion bills so we see the floor. My recommendation, strong recommendation, and I know the posse will have my back here, is what we want is a real power-sharing agreement signed in blood. Shut the floor down until that happens. There's nothing that can be moved, right? Now that we got pistol bracelets, there's nothing that can be moved that's so urgent that we need to do that before the power-sharing. So we're giving you some inside baseball, but this is the titanic fight that's going to happen next week. Now let's pivot, Russ, to the New York Times. The New York Times has given a, 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 a report about all the work that's being done to change the paradigms that bound us the most. And one of those that I saw in the Oval Office with President Trump, or you'd be in these meetings in which you know you could you had these artificial you couldn't have the president talk to the attorney general, and the White House counsel would say, "Well, Mr. President, you, we can't have that conversation." What? Like the, he's the president of the United States; it's his attorney general. That is an entirely appropriate conversation about the law enforcement priorities of the administration, and yet that was a paradigm, that was a worldview that Republican lawyers, Federalist Society lawyers, adopted that somehow the Department of Justice is an independent agency, and you see that even worse with the FBI, and you see it across government, but the Department of Justice is ground zero for the weaponization of government. Everything goes through the Department of Justice when it comes to these critical questions, not just from the standpoint of how they've weaponized law enforcement, but so many of the uh, authorities that every agency is using on behalf of administration is going through the Office of Legal Counsel. So these are incredibly important. This, I would say, if you say, where's the number one fight that we have to deconstruct the administrative state, I would say Department of Justice is one of those places because there's so much corruption there ideologically and from the standpoint of ethically with some of the bad apples that we've seen. So this notion that we're planting the flag, the Department of Justice is not independent and we will make sure that that is a governing doctrine that is shared by anyone who comes in and hopefully it's President Donald J. Trump. They're trying to flip this as we're no longer the law and order party. This is what they're trying to do. This is going to be a major element of the 2024 campaign. I just want to make sure people understand this. Russ, it also goes, the railhead of all this is DOJ, but it permeates the entire, the connective tissue or the fungus uh, that, that connects all of the administrative state are the lawyers. The whole thing is run by lawyers. You have some policymakers, but almost all lawyers. And that is the, the in deconstructing this whether it's the FTC or the SEC or Agriculture Department or Labor, all of it, you've got to get to the railhead of this, that the cartel is essentially run by the legal community. And that is, at the end of the day, part of the target to take down the cartel. Am I correct on that, sir? Entirely. Next to the agency head, the most important part of any organization within the federal government is, is often the general counsel. And so for, for me at OMB, my right arm was Mark Paoletto, general counsel, uh, now the Praetorian Guard for Clarence and, and Ginny Thomas right now and doing a host of things to fight back against vaccine mandates. But without Mark Paoletta at Office of Management and Budget, you don't, you're fighting with one arm and that it's not your most powerful arm. And so you've got to have the lawyers with the right legal paradigms. And unfortunately, we have an entire 
bench of lawyers that don't understand the Constitution, the actual Constitution, yeah. not the Constitution that's been amended by a hundred years of leftism, the actual converse, Constitution. Oh, and by the way, we put those same lawyers on the Supreme on the on the courts so that they're now deciding against us in voter integrity cases. So that is why these legal paradigms are so important. And we're trying to do it outside of government so that we can impose them on the system. By the way, uh, Russ, before I let you go, I just got to have you commit that we'll give, uh, instead of, uh, Tom, uh, Massey can get off his effete intellectualism by getting the, the lecture from Russ Vote about the shredding of the Constitution. So when you make these bizarre arguments about the Constitution, you have to understand what we're actually dealing with. Russ, Thank you for changing the schedule to come on today. This New York Times, we're going to get it up, a major piece, one of a series, because they're, free, they're in total freakout mode. Because now you're going to the heart of the beast, Russ, about the way the city really works, the imperial capital, about how it really works. And now they understand they have smart, tough people that are going to the heart of it and going to dismantle all of this. So, Russ, thanks. How do they get to the center? How do they get to your social media? Particularly, particularly um, uh, Twitter. Russ, you, what I like about you, you're like Grace Chong. You're, you're a serious professional, but you'll get into a flame. You, Davis, and Chong will get into flame wars in a New York second. That's what I love about you guys. Super professionals, but always on the trigger. How do they get there, Russ? Well, President Trump, President Trump taught me a little bit about how to use Twitter, but they need to, <laughs> folks need to go to the site, AmericaRenewing.com, and check out uh, Jeff Clark's paper on this Department of Justice not being independent. Really important read. Huge. We're going to have Jeff on later. Thanks, uh, Russ. I appreciate you taking the time. You bet. Thanks. Uh, let me go to, um, I, I tell you, Mike Lindell's got to bounce. So let me get Mike. Mike I'm going to get to Garland in a second. Mike, tee up Garland. Blockbuster uh, report yesterday finally released. Tell us what we're going to see with Garland. Put it in perspective. You've been fighting this it's, fight since day one, sir. Yeah, it's one of the most important reports that's ever been come out. It's been hidden from the public, everybody. Stop from you all seeing it for almost three years. Uh, this was in, in 2017. A case started against Crooked Brad Rassenberger, the Secretary of State of, of uh, Georgia. Dr. Halderman and another guy, um, they're experts that got, by the government, got to look inside the machine, specifically Dominion. And what they found... They came out with the report in the summer of 2021, but they wouldn't let us all see it. They stopped it from, from being released. Then they finally released it six months later to Dominion. They gave the report to Dominion. Then the public says, we want it. Secretary of State's asked for that report because they had to make decisions about these machines. Then the government said, let's release it to CISA. So the government released it to the government. The government came out, the CISA report, and said, you got to see this. This is terrible, these machines. What's going on in here? Finally, yesterday, or Halderman, actually on June 5th this year, said, hey, if this isn't released, states are going to make very bad decisions, and they need to go to paper ballots hand-counted. This report got released yesterday. One of the most important things to come out of out of any court ever, I believe. Yeah. This is perfect timing, and Gar uh, Garland Favorito was going to go through it with you all. So well, important, everybody. Yeah. We're going to have a, a presentation by Garland right break. Mike, real quickly, you're making spots today up there at, uh, at uh, my pillow. Walk me through. you got 30 seconds. Tell me, tell me why they should go to uh, war room, the War Room uh, Square today. Yeah, you guys, we're doing the commercial for the public. We're getting the offering the towels 
Right now, you can get the towels on special, the six-pack, for $25. Go to the War Room Square. Go to MyPillow.com. We're closing them out. We're closing them out, a closeout sale. We're making room in our manufacturing for the MyPillow 2.0 that you've all made possible. So get them before they're gone. They're, and uh, uh, this is what we're doing today. We're doing a commercial for TV uh, for the the uh, uh, TV of the world, and uh, we're very excited, but we're giving you this special first, so go to go to the War Room special on MyPillow.com and get that now. You can promo code War Room. Mike, let's get that phone back from the FBI. you got to get back to running this business. We need the phone. Yes. Release the phone. Release the Mike phone. Lindell. Love you, brother. Release the phone. Okay, Garland Favrito in the machines in Georgia next. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take Every day, the parallel economy grows bigger and bigger. It's powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offering defend, dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone, keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. Remember, stop giving your money to people that don't support your values. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're back. We have uh, Garland Favorito from uh, Vote a GA. By the way, uh, Garland, I haven't had a chance to, to thank you. We we're trying to get some of the officials on here, but you had almost, I think, a clean sweep in the uh, Georgia Republican Party at the convention last weekend. Absolutely amazing. These are people, 70% of whom just came to politics in the last couple of years. A huge a number of the war in posse. I want to give a hat tip to everybody in Georgia. Precinct strategy, all of it. Sweeping victory. Control the Republican Party down there. Uh, Garland, you've been, and I want to, Garland's independent. Garland's independent. So, so talk to me about why this, why, who Halderman is, why this is important, why was it held up, and then you got a presentation to walk through. Let's, let's go ahead and do it. Absolutely, Steve. Uh, and again, we, it was, a, as you said, it was a great uh, victory uh, sat this weekend at this Georgia GOP. All MAGA election uh, integrity advocates swept all of the, exec- the executive board positions in this in the state party. It's just amazing. Uh, but uh, yeah, so just to give you a little bit of background, Steve, real quick, um, 
back in 2002, Georgia made its first um, unverifiable voting system purchase. It was the old paperless direct recording electronic uh, devices. Back at that time, I wrote to the, sec the secretary and said they were unconstitutional, as well as the evaluator, and they were not verifiable and not auditable. Fast forward, uh, they went ahead and bought them anyway. Fast forward all the way to 2017, as Mike was saying, uh, a lawsuit was filed, Curling v. Raffensperger. We, we had already gone to the Georgia Supreme Court and lost to try to ban the old system. But in uh, 2019, the U.S. District Court uh, found that the old system was, in fact, uh, unverifiable and banned them from future reuse. That was Judge Amy Totenberg there in the, the lawsuit was Curling v. Raffensperger. And at that time, the, sec the Georgia uh, went ahead and purchased a new system, which is equally as unverifiable and unsecure, as we're going to see in a minute. And that, that system uh, was implemented, and the court then found that it violated two Georgia laws. Georgia uh, requires the, the, uh, the system to have a paper trail that is verifiable for human readable text and elector verifiable ballot. The U.S. District Court said it did not make, meet any one of these. That's the current system we're using. But she did not provide relief at that time. Uh, so as part of all of this, Dr. Haldeman has uh, uh, produced a report. Dr. Haldeman is fascinating because he was in 2007 he was on the Princeton University team that demonstrated before the Committee for House Administration how to hack the old machines. And he was part of that, uh, that university team from, uh, that was led by uh, Professor Felton back in 2007. So uh, he has been an expert ever since. He's a uh, professor now at University of Michigan. And he was one of the, the uh, expert witnesses in this case. He provided this, uh, this particular report, but it has been sealed, as Mike said, for over two years. And finally, this uh, just yesterday, I believe, this report was released. And it has some amazing findings that it basically says what we have been saying all along, what Mike has been saying, what I, you and I, I've been saying, so many people, that the system can, is very insecure, it can be hacked. So what uh, Dr. Haldeman did is he looked at only the, the ballot marking device part of the system. Uh, this is limited to that. It doesn't actually even include the scanners, which have another incredibly uh, vulnerable thing, which we have already found uh, are, are, have been uh, compromised in the 2020 election in Fulton County. Uh, so that's the background, Steve, of all of, of uh, what's been going on that kind of sets up this report and the unsealing of it. And yesterday, if we could start maybe, uh, Cameron, with slide two, I can go walk through some hold of Hold on, hold on, hold on, hang, 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 hang. I, I just want to make sure, I want you to go through the slides. Holloman's totally independent, right? He, he's some guy that's an expert in the field. He's, he's a subject matter expert. He has no axe to grind on this, correct? Uh, absolutely. And if anything, he's uh, he's leans far more on the Democrat side than the Republican. So, but as you said, he's an independent professor, certainly has no uh, no axe to grind, particularly for uh, uh, Donald Trump or any Republicans. When you, right before you, I want to go to the slides. The last thing, this was a titanic fight 
to even get this released. Just give me a minute on why. I mean, this has been the biggest fight to get this released. Why was it so hard to get this thing revealed now that we see the information? But tell me why it was so hard. uh, That's a fascinating question, uh, Steve. And I really don't have a concrete answer. But as you said, it was a Titanic fight. Um, uh, People um, from all over uh, different organizations have requested that this report be released for the security of their own voting systems. Uh, the Secretary of State of Louisiana requested that it be released. Uh, OAN requested that it would be released for part of their uh, their lawsuit. I think Fox News as well, uh, you know, because Dominion is suing them. Uh, it's critical information, but it's critical to the the security of elections in in, in the country, because you could do, yeah. uh, D- Dr. Holloman could have done the same thing to a different uh, vendor as well. Yes, and S could have yeah. probably has okay. a similar vulnerability. Okay, I want you to remember, we're, we've never been machine guys here, because I think the way they stole it was obviously through the mail-in ballots and the signature verifications, as Garland, I know you've been deep in that fight too. However, this report for the guys, the machine guys, the, the, the Mike Lindells and these guys, and the Jovan Pulitzers and others, let's go ahead and go through the slides because this is pretty damning what the what the professor said on an independent analysis. Go ahead, Garland, walk us through it. Sure. Well, I'm going to pick up with slide two if Cameron has those ready. But basically, this is about what we call the Dominion ICX, which is the ballot marking device. And it says that uh, Dr. Harlan says that I show that the ICX suffers from critical vulnerabilities that can be exploited to subvert all of its security mechanisms. Um, he goes on to say that he demonstrates that these vulnerabilities provide multiple routes by which attackers can install the malicious software on Georgia ballot marking dev- devices. And he continues on, he says, I explain how such malware can alter voters' votes while subverting all of the procedural per- protections practiced by the state. Um, that's about as damning as you can get. I go on to number uh, slide three, um, and he says that attackers can alter the QR codes on the printed ballots to modify voter selections. The QR code, Steve, as you know, uh, contains the votes. The votes are accumulated out of the QR code. The system does not accumulate what the voter actually can see on text. And he also found that the attackers can forge or manipulate the smart cards that the ballot marking device uses to authenticate technicians, poll works, and voters. Uh, You can manipulate, he goes on to show how they are forged. He actually forged the cards uh, and did all sorts of things as part of his his analysis. Um, So flipping on to the next slide, he says that the software update that Georgia installed in October 2020 left Georgia's ballot marking devices in a state where anyone can install malware with only brief physical access to the machines. And he goes on to say, I showed that this problem can potentially be exploited in the polling place, even by non-technical voters. Go on to the next slide, and we'll say, he goes on to say, I demonstrate that attackers can execute arbitrary code with root supervisory privileges, which means that you have control of everything on the machine. And he says, by altering the election definition file that county workers copy to every BMD before each election. This has been the the key point of our concerns is that this election definition file comes from the state 
And the state propagates this to every county, which propagates it to every voting machine. And uh, Professor Hallman again says that attackers could exploit this to spread malware to all ballot marking devices across a county or the entire state. And we believe that has actually been done because in 2017, we found that the uh, Secretary of State's election management server, the, the state server, was exposed to the Internet for virtually anyone in the world to place malware on it. So head on to the next slide. The, um, the ICX contains numerous unnecessary uh, Android applications. Uh, and he talks about a, a terminal emulator that has a supervisory command interface that overrides all the access controls. So he goes on to say that an attacker can alter the ballot marking device's audit logs simply by opening them in the on-screen text editor application. So you could literally uh, audit the the audit. You could audit the audit logs just like you would uh, create a, or change a Word document. That's how easy that would be. Um, going on to the next slide. He says that I developed a series of proof of concept attacks, which he, he goes over in his 96 page report. And he says that illustrate how vulnerabilities in the ballot marking device could be used to change the personal votes of individual Georgia voters. Um, it is very likely that there are other equally critical flaws that are yet to be discovered. Uh, as he, he goes on to say, because th this report did, did not include every everything that it, that it, it could have, because um, he, he had limited resources as a result of the case that he was involved in. He said, but attackers only have to find one of the flaws. They don't have to find them all. He, he found, uh, I don't know how many, probably a dozen or more. Uh, next slide, um, he, he goes on to say that the ICX BMDs, that's the Dominion ICX ballot marking devices, are not sufficiently secured against technical compromise to withstand vote-altering attacks by bad actors who are likely to attack future elections in Georgia. And I might add they may have already attacked future. The evidence shows that they've already attacked them here. Um, despite the addition of a paper trail, the malware can still change individual votes and most election outcomes without detection. And then we've got just one or two more slides. Um, and he, he goes on to say in the next slide that uh, using vulnerable ICX BMDs for all in-person voters, as Georgia does, greatly magnifies the security risk compared to jurisdictions that just use hand-marked paper ballots but provide the ballot marking devices to the voters upon request. So in other words, if you have a, a, a voter with an impairment, they need a ballot marking device. But uh, when you give this ballot marking device to every single voter, it, it, it increases by the uh, security risk by an incredible order of magnitude. And uh, Dr. Haldeman goes on to say that the critical vulnerabilities in the ICX indicate that it was developed without sufficient attention to security during design, software engineering, and testing. Uh, I, certainly, I think that is true because why would, why would a, a vendor come out with a QR-coded voting system after we had 15 years of complaints against the unverifiable voting of the old paperless uh, DREs? 
it is, you know, these systems, and it's not just Dominion, it's ESNS as well, they have one. They are ill-conceived uh, from the point uh, that they were originally designed. And then finally, I tell you, I Garland, think this- just hang over. Hang on. I'm going to get to the final one after the break. I'm going to take a short commercial break because I want to get to the final one and pull back the camera and see where we are on this because this is pretty shocking. And what's shocking is they kept this under wraps and you had to pry this out. Why wasn't this out? Why didn't Rathersburg and people want this out? Why didn't we want this information out? More information is good. It, it, it is shocking about why this was suppressed from people seeing it. And what were the vests and interest doing? Short commercial break. Back in a moment. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships. Because of Viroclans, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. And Viroclans is the new science in air purification. And now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Editor has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Hello, I'm Steve Stern, CEO of Flagshirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit flagshirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. Okay, uh, welcome back. We're, Jeff Clark's going to join us to talk about the New York Times piece taken out of the administrative state, but Jeff's also got some thoughts and observations about this. And, and what's quite odd, Garland, i got to get my head around, is why uh, Murdoch's le- lawyers, who he fired as general counsel, who turned out to be completely incompetent. Um, there's something weird about the whole thing. I was the first one to say when I read the depositions that they're, they're going to settle this because they'll never let 
the evil one, Murdoch, on the stand and to be ripped apart by some attorney and look like the fool that he is. Um, but there's something weird about why they didn't get to the bottom of this, because this would have been, I think, quite powerful. Uh, give us your last slide. Then I want to ask you what, what this all means in this moment in time. What are you going to do for it? So get, you got the conclusion slide. Let's go through that. Sure. Um, thank you, Steve. I, I think the conclusion is kind of fascinating, where he says, in my view, it would be extremely difficult to retrofit security into a system that was not initially produced with such a process. That is so technically true. And then finally, at the yes. end there, he says, no grand conspiracies would be necessary to commit large-scale fraud, but rather only moderate technical skills of the kind that attackers who are likely to target Georgia's elections already possess. Uh, that is so true. Um, everything you've seen why, today. Why, why, okay. Why, why did, why did and we'll put this up for the audience, and this is one of the reasons if you're listening to podcasts or radio, You've got to go to worm.org and, and get the um, the newsletter and sign up for the video, too, because you get the slides. This is what I don't get. Why did Raffensburg Kemp, you know, Kemp, the hack Kemp. Oh, excuse me. The next guy after DeSantis crashes and burns, which is happening before our eyes. Kemp's on deck. OK, so we're going to have fun with that one. Remember, this guy was such a rock star. He spent eight years as secretary of state of Georgia. Think about that for a second. What talent do you have to have to spend eight years as the Secretary of State of Georgia? Sir, why did they, why did Kemp and, and Raffensperger not say, we must release this, we must release this report, we need everybody to see this? Why have they fought it harder than anybody? Steve, because they've been in cover-up mode for years, uh, you know, the elections are, are just, they're fraudulent. Elections, in, in, and it's not just in Georgia, but this whole, it's a facade. The fact that you can conduct elections on unverifiable electronic voting equipment and then hide the ballots so that no one can see and just give them, uh, give the people the results. This is Wizard of Oz voting and it's been going on for 20 years and it, it, it's got to stop. And they are part of the corruption, unfortunately. So where do we go from here? You know, we had we came within a vote. Remember, people forgot. I think it was in November 2020. I think we came within one vote of of having to go back through certification in Georgia. Where do we get with this report? Where do you go today? What is the action steps? Uh, how can the audience follow it? All of that. What, tell me what happens. Well, thank you, Steve. The report is up on VoterGA.org right now on the studies tab. Everybody can go up and read that report. Um, where are we going now? I, I, it's a really exciting time. Uh, yeah, on the studies tab, you can find that right there. Um, thank you, Cameron. So um, I think with the, cup, with the fact that it was a complete overthrow of the establishment uh, this weekend, is going to be incredibly helpful. And you combine, combine that with this report. And uh, we, again, there's a ton of other evidence that we have, we're getting uh, now as a critical mass on. But if you combine all those things, I think it's going to force the legislature uh, to move. We think uh, the governor may have blocked uh, some bills in this last session. Um, we've got a good lieutenant governor who's trying to lead the charge here. So we think that this, all this together should mean that we should get some legislative action 
uh, hopefully that maybe even a couple of bills before the presidential primary in Georgia here in March. Okay. Uh, how do people get to you, follow you, get to your site, get the report, get all of it? Uh, thank you, Steve. VoterJ.org. Uh, the, the studies on the studies tab. Um, and, uh, you know, we can we've all sorts of ed- much more evidence is up there on the legal tab, on the press release tab and all of our events. You can see all our press conferences. And again, we uh, we are an all volunteer organization. I do not take a salary. So the tax deductible donations will go um, almost exclusively to legal fees to keep our litigation uh, active. And we've got five or six active lawsuits right now in Georgia on this. Uh, Garland, thank you very much. And thank you for continuing the fight. Thank you, Steve, for all you do. It's great to be on. Thanks, brother. Uh, once again, I tell you what, we're going to get Jeff Clark. Uh, we'll hold him. We've got a 90-second break, and I'm um, going to bring Clark. I think we've got Andy Clyde. Uh, we've got Natalie Winters. got Jan and Benzman uh, down in Texas at this horrible situation uh, outside of Houston. Um, we've got jo- Joanne. <laughs> we're going to get it all in. I want to, once again, I haven't had an opportunity to give a hat tip to the folks in Georgia, particularly the precinct strategy folks, all the people that came together at the uh, Georgia uh, convention. You had a clean sweep. You've got uh, you've got not just MAGA, but you have voter integrity people in there. Just absolutely fantastic. And it shows you that you can change this. You can change these parties. And I think the folks in Georgia are a great example of using your agency. Remember, (laughs) they want to take your agency away from you. They just want you to sit there and be docile. Go to work, pay your taxes, raise your sons and daughters to die on foreign battlefields. That's what they want. Oh, and have your pension money also work against you to have Sequoia Capital deploy it so they can fund the artificial intelligence military of the CCP. A lot going on. Jeff Clark about the Administrative State. POSO is going to join me on Saturday. The spring offensive uh, that you're paying for the Ukrainians not going so well. Odessa just slaughtered with a massive missile strike by the Russians. All the lies and misrepresentations of the Biden administration killing civilians and Ukrainian military halfway around the world. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now that's the Field of Green's better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code 
Bannon and get the better health promise. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroom Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.